Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bramblefoot Podcast. Very excited for episode four, as it is the Jake Lamone Pod Special. Most anticipated guest, my top five person in the world. And I just want to give you guys a little information before we get into it. We are now on Instagram and Reddit, and all of the links for my buddy Jake Lamone are going to be in the description below. So go ahead and give those a click, a follow, and while you're at it, Go ahead and give us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, all the places that you can get the podcast. It really helps the podcast and it'll allow us to grow and continue to improve the audio quality as it is a bit shit. But like I said, all the links in the description below. Go ahead and give them a follow. Jake is the content king of combat sports and he makes good stuff. So go ahead and give those a follow. I'm saving I'm saving plenty of things for when we start recording. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like that's a, a good time to introduce the man, the myth, the legend. This is episode four of the Bramblefoot Podcast. Bramblefoot. A highly anticipated episode by myself, by Josh, by anybody that's going to listen to this. It is Jake Lamone. Hello, hello. What's up, guys? This man is a comic book character brought to life. A a truly, again, like, uh, just gotta get a high five, top five. I I feel like uh, if the comic book was, like, something, like, really off-brand and not read by anybody. The TJ Maxx of fucking comic books. Like, Snot Girl. Have you ever heard of Snot Girl? No, but I want to. Exactly. I I couldn't tell you about Snot Girl. I'm pretty sure her superpower is boogers, but uh, <laughs> I would say mucus in general. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a date with a girl who likes comic books, and she told me about Snot Girl, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, that seems like a hero that nobody would care about." <laughs> so that would be the character I would play. Oh. But like I was saying uh, just before we got started, that I was really proud of Josh for uh, quitting your job. Just good job, buddy. T Y. Um, to unemployment. To unemployment, yeah. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's good interviews. stuff. So, John, you like actually stabbed your hand. How deep of a nail did it go in? Like, oh, I need dimensions. We need a, Jesus a, an inch and a half. Uh, Josh was uh, crawling around. I, believe, I was under underneath a house, the house. Underneath so. the house, his natural habitat. But <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> dude? It was, it was too. It was too bright. He didn't see the nail, and uh, you stabbed your hand. No, I was pulling a piece of duct. You remember how we duct taped the? Yeah, I, I was pulling shit. it, and I broke it, and it went straight into a nail. Ooh, my like full God. force! I got goosebumps on that one. So, what's the workman's comp on these? Uh, on these under the table jobs, like fucking zero. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> alleged, alleged under the table job, just in case the IRS decides to come knocking. But I mean, what a perfect intro for Jake Lamone. Just absolutely, just, just he absolute went straight chaos. Into it. Just <laughs> bringing up comic books. You're definitely the person that uh, we've talked about the most. Oh, good uh, lord, no! Only, only great things. Obviously, we haven't gone into shame, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a a good way. Which we're, we're still trying. We're still workshopping. You know, four episodes in, we're not very structured people, and this no. shouldn't be that structured. So, is there a theme that we're going for here? Are we? What market is being targeted? What market is being targeted? People that like to listen to outrageous and funny shit. That's about that's. I think that's where I'm trying to go. Okay, outrageous and funny. Outrageous Good. Now funny. I know where to go with this. I know not to talk about. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, you asked books. <laughs> <laughs> You can talk about books. I mean, you're a huge uh, Lord of the Rings uh, connoisseur. Oh, diehard. But that's the thing. Anyone listening to this is not a book reader. These are... (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I mean, I think my sister would listen, uh, and if she does, she's a avid reader. But that's not the point. Not the point. One of the the bramble, you, I would say a bramble king. But to say you would be a king would mean you would be in some he's, sort of structure. He's the jester of bramble. Yes, he, you, I See, could say the jester. Of Josh, bramble. you you keep saying this, and fuck you for saying this because. The day that we became the Bramble Kings, there's three kings of Bramble. There's you, Jared, and there's me. Because we all brambled as hard as one could bramble. <laughs> and you keep denying my but kingship. It's my, it's my photo. You guys can't see. There's no camera. I am in this photo. I am literally right next to Josh, just sitting next to him. We're both picking thorns out of our feet. Show the crowd. <laughs> there again is no camera. I will post this picture to the official Instagram that I'm going to start. Please um, do, yeah. I tried fitting the dimensions of both of you because, again, it is the Bramblefoot podcast, but it would not let me. There is a just size Nazi that is controlling every thumbnail. It has to be 3,000 by 3,000. You can't. I had to download an app that I was really 3, hoping. 3,000 by 3,000. 3,000 by Straight three, up square, bro. That is a 100% square. But I thought, well, you know, they would adjust it. They would have, I wouldn't have to download Photoshop on my iPhone. This is an easy fix, Dakota. What you do is you get a, uh, a one of those, what are those pictures? A Polaroid. A Shake Polaroid it like a Polaroid, picture. right? Yeah, I will go back in time. No, no. So, you take a Polaroid picture of this photo from about right here. That way it looks very uh, Tumblr. You know that's actually a great note. <laughs> and then take a picture of that Polaroid with your phone. So it's a picture of a picture of a picture. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Metafoot Podcast. The Metafoot Podcast. And then you post that. That's the that's the picture. That, you know that's what? how we do I, it. I'm going to have to add that because, again, great production note. We had Super Producer Taurus coming in and close a window. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we had Josh with T. We're really coming together with this, but oh, yeah, yeah. back to the structure because again, you are the you are Bramble King. I will acknowledge that. Much like the founders of, uh, I believe, the Slavs, there are three kings. Yes, and there are three Bramble Kings. Yes, and as a you know, I really appreciate that. But I just want to go back to production value. And as far as production value goes, you guys are killing it. This studio is beautiful. Your audience can't see it, but this is really one of the most incredible facilities I've ever been in. And that's you know because this man has been in many a facility. Oh yeah, a few. Trust that. Uh, but back to the structure. (laughs) We are three minutes in, and we continue to get off. As soon as we get this, I just want to have right up top the the first memories. That's what I like to do when we have a guest. What's the first memory we have of it? The first memory I have, Lamone. You were always a floater. Okay. I had heard things about you, and I was like, this seems like an interesting guy. But we were, I believe, juniors in high school, and we were taking the psychology class with uh, Mr. Newton. Shout out to Mr. Newton. That guy was a G. They mm. would have this uh, thing. That guy hated every... my guts. Oh, he impossible. hated my guts. Impossible. Yeah, I was his least favorite student. I can't believe that. What makes you th- What makes you think that? Since we're just gonna go off topic again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember him very seconds. much disliking anything I added to the class, at all points. Okay. Well, to my story, I can tell you one time mm-hmm. that he absolutely enjoyed something you added to the class. And that was, we were having one of these discussions. You could put anything you wanted to talk about. And trust me, people put anything. Yeah. Because this was, uh, this was quite the time in American history. Mm-hmm. 2012. A lot of stuff going on. But you could put anything that you wanted to discuss with the class in this box. And we would go at it. People cried. Mm-hmm. People were deeply uncomfortable. Arguments were had. 
Um, and one of the ones that really people really got interested in, as is America, was gun legislation and just like what are guns like? What's that in public life? Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember this one. <laughs> yes, and so everyone's talking about it. It's getting heated, and Jake comes in. He's just like, he's like, well, you know. I think that we should settle all of our disagreements with swords because <laughs> because it's the only mark of a true man is with a blade. And Mr. Newton like chuckled under his breath. I laughed out loud because it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. And everyone else in the classroom, which seems like a pretty normal thing in your life, mm-hmm. looked at you like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Look, it's a it's a legitimate argument. Yeah, I 100% agreed. I thought it was amazing. In my brief stint in stand-up comedy, I told like probably 50 different open mic crowds, it's easy to shoot somebody, but to look a man in the eyes and poke him a few times with with a piece of with a piece of steel, man, that takes some balls. You got to you got to commit, you know. I'm not going to argue with that. Wasn't that a thing until like the early 1800s, like death by combat? Oh yeah, yeah, trials by combat, trials by combat, right? Yeah, before uh, Silent Game of Thrones. Before (laughs) pistols were a thing, you would you would challenge someone to a duel, which you know you think a duel that's Mm. swords. I mean, it's one one shot though. It's one shot, but that's when we got guns again. You're so far apart. (laughs) You can't take ten like paces. And then fight someone with Some a sword. dude on the side is just tossing another pistol so you can yeah, shoot him. Well, do you think how long do you think like a dueling pistol battle would take with two bad shots? Like oh, both of you guys are missing and it takes a, a few minutes. It takes a minute to reload. <laughs> I, f- I feel like at that point it's just like, well, God's decided that we're both wrong. <laughs> maybe or maybe this is just you go into the last man stands, you know? I, like, I mean, yeah. What if you run out of ammo? Now, is it just like oh someone shit. go back across the river, get ammo, you should have planned we thought we would be better. Prepared. It took a whole day, but old shaky hands. One of them got shot. Old shaky hands over her Like if me and Dakota got into a, a pistol battle, right, and we both took ten paces, and he's got that, he's got Parkinson's, and I've also I got polio because it's, there's no medical. The medicine was shit then. So we take that ten paces. Both of us are shaky. We missed ten times each. And now we send a boy back to town to of go. Course. A boy, right? Yeah. We send Josh back to town. <laughs> send Josh back to town. Twenty six. While we just stand that's, there, just that's mean the mugging. The marathon, right there. <laughs> yeah, you just stand there like, oh, I'm gonna shoot you, motherfucker. How pissed off do you think it would be when Josh gets back and so we've hashed it out because we just had to talk? Like we haven't been. St- eventually, I wouldn't even come back. I'd just be like, I'm gonna go to the tavern. I'm real going quick. to the tavern. <laughs> no, he would come back and try to reinstigate the fight. <laughs> Aren't you mad what he said about your wife? That would be Taurus. Taurus. Would be- <laughs> Yeah, 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 100%. Maybe we're not so different after all. He's just like, well, I disagree. <laughs> You're very different. I'd say two people couldn't be more different. And we have to settle this with pistols. <laughs> with pistols. But yes, before pistols came in, there it was swords, which was way cooler. Yeah, um, way cooler. Yeah. Way, way cooler. I don't know if you've seen the last duel, but... It's a duel. So it's a documentary. Oh, it is a documentary. One thing that I've learned about a combat is one-on-one combat with a fencing and any type of like martial art, Hema or Kendo or something like that is usually the one who's the better wrestler. Even if one was like, like Josh is bigger than me, but if I knew how to wrestle and Josh didn't, nine times out of 10, fuck you, no, we're not. You're so much bigger than me. (laughs) I'm Nine times out of ten, the better wrestler would win a fencing battle, which is kind of crazy because a lot of people think, I'm going to stab you, I'm going to poke him. But you but shoot a double leg and then you, it's over. Yeah, you judo throw somebody and then poke him one time. You're like, hey, that's so it. Invented by samurai. 
legendary swordsman. Exactly. I actually have a uh, a manuscript that I got from another teacher who I don't know if I was in the class with you in high school. His name was Mr. Royce. He was an awesome oh, teacher. I love Mr. Royce. Such a cool guy. He gave me a manuscript on historical European martial arts. So, yeah, so Royce. So there's uh, fencing with claymores and uh, mm-hmm. and regular fencing and all that kind of stuff. And most of it's just wrestling techniques. It's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Probably not good for a teacher to give students. He was he was heading out. That was the best part. <laughs> yeah, he was no. retiring anyway. He's like, fuck it, teach him how to sword fight. The greatest thing about uh, Mr. Royce and Newton is they were just like, they can't fire me. <laughs> was it Newton or Nugent? Nugent. It was Nugent, like Ted uh, Nugent. Mr. Nugent, he just died. What? Yeah, he just died like a month well, ago. Oh, I feel bad for his cancer relapsed. Are you serious? Oh, Damn. Somber moment. I would say a moment of silence for Mr. Mr. Nugent. This is an audio awesome. platform. Yeah. You, just, you can't have silence. But, wow. Got his name wrong. Shamed. I'm probably haunted now. Now I can't say what I was about to say. Never mind. You could still say it. I, I, I could still say it, but... It was 10 years ago, dude. Like, it, you're going to get names wrong. Yeah, fair enough. But, no, yeah. I remember he, uh, he got quite upset at me when we had the whole debate about... Um, about who was that guy who was shooting cops kids? Oh, Dorner. Yeah, yeah Christopher Dorner. 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 And I was like, like remember Dorner, not the teacher, like my third favorite teacher in high school. But uh, yeah. Yeah, got that Notorious one. cop killer. Nailed it. Chris Dorner. So I remember he was coming through Corona while I was driving around and he was shooting at uh, the cops kids, you know? And my car very clearly has the KMA, whatever it is, 406 or something like that. <laughs> so I was a target for Christopher Dorner mm-hmm. and another student was like, well, I like what... Christopher Dorn is doing, you know, he's taking it back to the police. And I was like, fuck you, dude. You're not about to get murdered by some guy for the sins of your father, right? Yeah, you're not on a hit list. Exactly. (laughs) And then, yeah, I remember in that class getting into a huge argument and I had to, I think he sent me out of the room. I think I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, because I was upset. I was like, bro, what the... You had every right to be upset. I had every right to be upset. But yeah, he kicked me out of his class for that day. And uh, I I was just like, oh man, I don't like this guy anymore. Notorious uh, NWA fan, Mr. Nugent. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, notorious. Although he did give me a full encyclopedia set. Dude, you just got a ton of books. I got so many books on senior year of high school. Because people liked you. Yeah, people liked I guess Mr. Mr. Nugent did like me enough to give me a full encyclopedia. He probably was like, this kid's going to get in a fight as soon as I let him out of his classroom. <laughs> talk. He's going to bring out swords. Uh, yeah. What do I got in my room? Uh, encyclopedia? I don't really need those. Here you go, buddy. I took them straight to the desert and saw how many books, how many encyclopedia a 9mm will go through. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out not even one. <laughs> um, okay, so topic is first memories of people. Dakota, the first memory I have of you was freshman year of high school football team. And we were both not good enough to be on the A team. I hated football. But we were good enough to be on the B team. And I was like, yeah, this guy seems about my level of football talent. Like, <laughs> I'll just stand next to him. And then we high-fived a few times. And then uh, after the season, I was off to water polo. Mm-hmm. Where that's where me and Josh started really hanging out. And that's not the first time I met you. Though. That wasn't the first time I met you either. I've, I've met you in middle school. Wow, we've known each other a long time. <laughs> Holy I have a shit. good one for when I met you. I've already said it on the podcast. But all right, all right. you go because I want to hear it. 
<laughs> Everyone else can just fast forward two minutes. The first time I went at you, it was in uh, I was in Mr. Walker's class. Remember the big black guy who was like super conspiracy theorist in middle school? No. Yeah, he was. Okay, keep going. Yeah, he was. I would have remembered. I, okay. No, I don't remember that at all. Did you ever met? Did you ever meet him? Did you ever have him? I th- maybe. Dude, yeah, he, he would remember. preach about like Republicans and like just the whole government just going wrong because this is right at the crash of 2007. Okay. 2008. So he was like flipping his lid over that stuff. And then, uh, anyways, so I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Too much shit going on. And I'm walking into the bathroom. It's right after lunch. And you're sitting in there eating your burrito on the toilet with the fucking door open. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing in here? He's like, I didn't want to go to class and I don't want to see anybody, so I'm just eating my bunch in here. <laughs> and I was like, all right, <laughs> sounds good. I'm going to take a shit over there and then go back to class. You know what? I don't remember that in the slightest, but that sounds exactly like something I would do. So it's I'm gonna burned you. into my memory, dude. It's burned into my memory. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've forgotten so many things. Because there's just oh of course there's been just a, a up and down roller coaster of things and shit happening and I feel like in life you just you forget a lot of minor details absolutely and like I can't remember shit from middle school like I remember a few key key details and anything outside of that like if you asked me oh what did uh, what did they serve for lunch I, I couldn't tell you I can however remember. Uh, I remember what oh shit nothing. <laughs> Fuck. Exactly. Exactly my point. Yeah, it would take a while to to go back into the the halls and like of memory and bring it all up, but I really don't want to go through that emotional trauma tonight. Oh yeah. On a podcast I think, I think that's, that's why be... you don't remember it so much. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a hard time for you for sure. Oh dude, yeah, that was rough. That was when I first came to Norco from a from a Catholic school mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody and I was like, I know the identity I'm going to take on that's going to make me so many friends, goth dude with painted nails. <laughs> that's what that's what we talked about the other the last podcast. We did. We did. When we get Bobby on, we'll talk about the legendary uh, Liberty Spikes. Liberty Spikes. Oh, the, dude. The legendary bloody knuckle fight. Bloody too. knuckle fights. Yeah, Bobby was... So Bobby was my first friend in Norco. And I'm so glad because he was new too and he liked heavy metal and goth shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the only reason I didn't get my ass beat every single day. <laughs> Literally every single day. Because he was six foot five in the eighth grade. So, yeah. like. <laughs> massive human being. Massive. So, like, literally nobody six would foot fuck eight with, with the spikes. Six foot eight with the spikes. Yeah, that was my, my way to not get bullied was to be friends with the, the meanest people. Oh, you had to. That's, that's uh, it's prison rules. Middle school is prison rules. Middle school. In Norco? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. I think I went there, like, one term in seventh grade. Mm. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. It looks way nicer now. That place, dude. That place looked, looked like, like a prison. Open, like an it felt like a prison. prison. It looked like a prison. It was bad. Well, how many kids in the seventh and eighth grade did you know that literally had been doing meth? Like there were a few, dude. It's a it's a majority white community. This yeehaw. That's just meth yeah. country. It's yeah, meth. That's co- yeah, pure yeah. meth country. Yeah. So, and, anyways. How did you meet me? How did I meet Josh? The first real memory I have of Josh um, was during water polo. And I remember you sat in a chair. This is just as far back as I care to go right now. 
But uh, <laughs> you sat in a chair. It's a sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. Least. And we were carrying chairs and egg beating out of the water. And you were like, I'm going to sit in this chair. Jake, you push me in. And I was like, all right, I'm going to push in the goalie. So I pushed the whole chair in. And you just jumped straight up into the chair. And I was like, ha ha. And then I turned around and you're just standing above me, just seething with anger. Just like, what the fuck, dude? You idiot. God damn it. You, you just pushed the chair on top of my head. I was like, what? What are you talking about? And like, I saw the chair at the bottom of the pool and a little bit of blood. And I was like, oh man, I hurt this guy's feelings. Like, <laughs> this, this, poor, this poor blonde man. Because <laughs> Josh is a brunette now, but... Oh, dude! Everyone it was water it was straw blonde. You were straw blonde is the perfect way to describe. Yeah, yeah dude, it was like hey. Really <laughs> no, dude, you look like the Witcher. Like <laughs> your hair was white and falling off. Like, My dad used to call me Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I was so tan from not wearing sunscreen all the time. Oh my god, it looked like the Witcher with melanin. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. It is funny, like, how much uh, you have changed in terms of, like, thinking you're going to get your ass beat every day in middle school to now icing your fucking fingers because you fought too hard today. Well, you see, I think that's actually a really natural progression because, like... Uh, you're not wrong, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I got bullied, like, ruthlessly from literally, like... Yeah, you stupid idiot! Exactly. By so gosh, by the goalie. So, the from first grade uh, all the way up until... Probably freshman year of high school, I was just, just ruthless bullying, and uh, I definitely got beat up a whole lot. I got jumped a few times. I loved heavy metal and uh, heavy metal shows. I've been beat up at concerts there, too, and I just got so tired of feeling helpless that uh, I turned to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu led me on a career path that's now, uh, you know, fighting people in a cage. It's your identity now. <laughs> now, yeah, like, I used to be, like, this musician guy, but even in music, I would go to bars with my bandmates or with girls who wanted to be around the band, and uh, I would get, you know, just picked out of the crowd because I look polite and... Uh, I'm smiling a lot, and I have a pretty You're girl a very in my charismatic arm. person. I'm. I don't know what charismatic. I, I'll use the word boisterous, and um, Char definitely charismatic. I would. Say I mean, human volume, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk loud and uh, <laughs> attract a lot of attention. So a lot of times, some guy with a face tattoo or some drunk asshole will come up to me and uh, would try to start some shit. And I got beat up at a bar a few times, and um, after that, I was like, I'm tired of feeling helpless. Uh, I, I need to go do something for real. And I was like, I know what the solution is. Karate. I'm going to go do karate. And then, uh, yeah, my dad was like, look, son, you're depressed. You're on drugs. You're you're not going in a great place with your life. You need martial arts. If you go to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school, I'll pay for the first month. But you have to pick a school and you have to, you just have to do it. And um, yeah, that one, that one piece of the puzzle changed my entire life and now i'm on a, a path to be a pro fighter and yeah a truly do all that kind uh, of stuff fascinating human being a great follow on instagram <laughs> as well oh uh, shucks i'll put i'll put it in the uh the the um the, the details whatever the fuck they're called that are oh in the description 100 percent. please do oh, yeah, um you need you need the followers the content is delightful every time i see you throw a human being it just makes me giggle dude there is no better feeling than picking another man up off the ground and hitting him with the entire planet <laughs> like planet. yeah it's a great feeling when you get a nice solid judo throw and you throw somebody else and you just feel them just <gasps> and 
just the air escape their body helplessness. Yeah. I threw some poor kid today and uh like I could tell like it hurt and then I was trying to snap his arm too. I was arm barring this kid and he he just got up and he was like that was so fucking cool. I was like, yeah, it was pretty fucking cool, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. It's it's the greatest sport. It's so natural. I think all men it's just a natural inherent thing to be drawn towards violence, but we live in a world where of being a violent person is punished and you know frowned upon now. So you can go to a place. I love that you can go to a place where it's accepted to be violent. Granted, like if we went to a jujitsu gym right now, obviously we're not gonna be like mean mug every single person that walks in there. And all this. it's very cordial. And then the timer starts, and for six minutes, now you and this guy are gonna try to strangle each other and break each other's arms and. It's all fun and games, though. Like it's it literally is. just it fun is. and games. It you know, is. it's very honorable. It's a very honorable um, way to fight. It is. It's a gentleman's sport. A gentleman's it, sport. And it really, and I think that's general across like all combat. Like it is very funny. Uh, I, the nicest people I've met have been inside of a jujitsu studio. Like you yeah. think that these would be like hard men? No, no. they're all Jakes. And they're all, yeah. they're all super flexible and like, you know, they'll, they'll try and choke you out. But as soon as you tap, they're like, I was like, that was really good. That was, you know, they're very encouraging. It's a great atmosphere and it is a good outlet for uh, the masculine urge to fight. A lot of anger for sure. Oh yeah. Well, how much, how many people have like just a sense of desperate, desperate anger in their heart and they have no outlet for that. And I'd say I get a, a good lot. So many, especially in more internet-centric and nerdy communities. Like, mm -hmm. these are people who maybe they've been put down their entire lives. True. And they feel kind of helpless, like I did. And then they go into a jiu-jitsu gym, and they're like, oh, man, I'm really scared. And then mm -hmm. they realize, oh, that guy teaching the class has a Star Wars tattoo <laughs> yeah. that I'm looking at right now. Like, clearly he's a Rebels fan, like, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is, a, that is a fact. It is it is very interesting because, like, Izzy Adesanya, same thing. Like, yeah. when he walked into a gym, it was because of a fighting movie and getting <laughs> his ass kicked. He was sick of it. So, it was, yeah, again, I think it's a... It is something I 90% of men should do, especially in those nerdy communities. Because especially. it's a great outlet... And it, it's protection. You know, I, I invited a friend of ours, Anthony Barraza. Mm -hmm. I invited him to come try jujitsu uh, after we got done playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Which is the most virgin activity you could possibly do <laughs> is play Magic the Gathering. And uh, I was like, hey, dude, I think you would like this. You should come in and try it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, the, you, the crowd you think it is is not the crowd that it is. Like, there are tough dudes. There are meatheads. But, like they're cool they're gonna be cool with you like it's all like it's a, there's a lot of sportsmanship and respect when it comes to fighting that's the thing i noticed is yeah. like and i think it's the same thing like the the dude i got in a fight in high school was like a soup we're super cool now like i think there's a mutual <laughs> respect is like you know you can talk a lot of shit and that just elevates things but if a man knows that you're willing to throw down defend mm -hmm. your honor there's a respect in that 100%. There's yes. some serious ball... Like, I respect anyone who has got the cojones to step through the doors and put on a gi and tie their belt and try it. Because I know for a fact, 99% of people that come through the doors have been looking at that building for about a year, maybe two years, thinking, man, I really want to try it, but I'm just a little bit afraid. And uh, the thing is, once they get in there and realize what it is, they're just like, wow, this is a community that I can really see myself spending a long time in yeah and uh, a lot of people do get addicted because yeah. you get to go home at the end of the day 
with minimal cuts and bruises. True. Feeling sore. You're gonna I swear, dude, most people I see that get the bug for jujitsu, if they come in a little chunky, like maybe forty pounds overweight, they're in good shape six months later. Facts. Cause they're like, I'm I don't wanna be a, out of shape and this is the most fun way to work out, you know? Yeah. I completely agree. It is. It is. There's no fit like fight fit. That's I always say. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I thought I was in good shape when I started when I was in uh, Portland, <laughs> and you roll for about ten minutes, and you realize that that is just not the case. Yeah, you absolutely. Can run Thirty minutes on treadmill at whatever <laughs> speed, but as soon as you start moving constantly, trying to make those explosive movements, it's different. It's it's very, it's different. very different. Yeah. I'm in no shape whatsoever, but when we had that powwow in my room afterwards, I couldn't fucking move. <laughs> rough housing, yeah. Oh, Josh. Yeah, I was really happy when you said you wanted to come train. I was like, finally, I'm going to get Josh on the mats. I think you're going to love it. And I, I really... Josh, I will give you free classes. I, I was working. No, fuck that. I'll give you $10 classes once a week. And like you I can just come in. Every, like, ask no, him. Yeah. I was gone every he Sunday. Himself in there. Oh, I know, dude. Yeah, I really... Josh, and again, back to being proud of you, I really felt like uh, the people that you were working for didn't value your skill set and were trying to take advantage of you. Absolutely. And I just saw you whittling yourself down and like... Uh, going Like, kind of being taken advantage of by people I knew were bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I knew I knew in a way that they weren't they're not all bad. Like they have good intentions, but their primary goal is money. Business. So that's that's business and money. So <laughs> they're not all bad, but they're they're I mean, you can you can yeah. be like Mark Cuban's not a bad guy, but his mm-hmm. primary goal is business and money, yeah. Yeah, but you know, like there there there's a difference. Those people we're talking about like I think they're just bad people. I think they're a bad family, and I don't want to be around them. I, I feel the same thing. Fair. I felt the same thing when, uh, when I was working up there for the brief time that I did. I was just like, you are way overextending yourself. They they need you, but they're not valuing you. Like they're way underpaying yeah. you. It's a shitty gig. And I and we almost got into a car accident. Like we twice that day. Like <laughs> it's a just sloppy you, day. Yeah, yeah. Like just not even taking into consideration the value of your well-being your safety yeah i felt like not you guys either to be honest no. you guys were there on that trip hell no yeah no they don't value it's like they there's a saying where they say you know the price of everything and the value of nothing mm. and they priced you at a certain point but they didn't value what you guys did or the sacrifices you guys made because uh you guys were all in it for a second there you know and um well i was doing oh, different yeah. work than them but mm-hmm. I mean, still the same, the total amount of work that I did up there for what I was doing, what I was contracted to do did not equal the outcome that I got. Yeah. And then he finally got like mad at me and shit. He finally got mad. Bob finally got mad at me and was just like, dude, you're taking way too long. I'm like, well, I'm one person doing an entire house by myself. Yeah. Up floor, upstairs, downstairs, by myself, redoing it all. And you expect it to be like three days. Yeah, see, exactly. He's Two like, professionals, that would take five days. He, he kind of had unrealistic expectations, and he wanted to underpay you, overwork you, and uh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, my general rule is if um, they have a side business hawking like gems... I get Blood Diamond vibes. I don't like it. They don't... That's not, that's not them, though. That's... That's Joey's girlfriend. They are that came in Joey the has a girlfriend? As far yeah. as I what know. What the fuck? They are all a homogenous blob of people. 
Like they, I do like, like the pizza could, monster from they, fucking. They really are. <laughs> What's it called? You know, I was doing my best not to say names, but uh, what's the type of woman that would date that man? A one that doesn't one. speak good English. Okay, let me go ahead and describe. Have you guys described this person? No. So this guy is um, a sociopath with a speech impediment, and you, <laughs> you feel bad for him at first because you're like, oh man, this poor guy, he's got like that's how he gets you undiagnosed Down syndrome, and then pretty much yeah. I and then say. you get to know him, and you're like, oh, you're a bad person, and then you really hang out with him, and you're like, you're the worst person I've ever met, and like you have. So would that be funny or no? What what? That's what he says all the time. Oh, so, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. So would, would it be funny if I just kicked you down the stairs right now and just snapped your spine? <laughs> so would it be funny if I replaced uh, Garrett's mattress with a swimming pool so when he when he tries to sleep in it, he falls in water? <laughs> How funny would it be if I replaced the soles of your shoes with thumbtacks and Legos? <laughs> it would be so funny. And you're like, Joey, the, people are literally being injured. They're being hurt. And, like, you, you possibly killed people. He has killed animals. I've seen him kill animals. I've seen him kill animals. A- exactly! Ex- he's not a good person, dude. He is literally you remember a sociopath. His dog? Yeah, I remember, remember his dog. Remember Angel? Yeah. He slammed the gate on her eyes, and it, her, both her eyeballs popped out of her head. Yeah, he seems like a fun guy to be around. They have to report this at one point. This like, was ten years ago. It is well out of the statute of limitations. This is well out of the statute of limitations. You know, he actually suffocated me to the point where I went unconscious. I absolve myself of any implication if this is under the statute of limitations because I'm not going to give it a goog. <laughs> I'm not. So when I was at their I house, I wasn't there for this. So I'm just, I'm. This is hearsay. Oh, that's okay. I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So. I was at their house and uh, I was passed out drunks. I was dr- underage drinking uh, with the parents home. Allegedly. Everything. Just uh, allegedly. So I was there drinking and I was all fucked up. And uh, my girlfriend at the time decided to sit on my butt while I was laying on a couch. And I was like, oh, huh, that's cute. You're like 90 pounds. Which one was this? I don't Sarah. And then... Uh, uh. Uh, then my other friend, <laughs> yeah, I know my other friend whom she's now married to, uh, Sean, he sits on my legs and I'm like, oh, okay, Sean, you're about 115 pounds. That's fine. That I was on the up. pool table. No, no, it wasn't on the pool table. This is on a couch. Never mind. Then he sits, Joey comes over. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if I sat on his head and he sits on my head as I'm screaming, no, no, don't do that. And then he sits on my head and I'm screaming for dear life and everyone's just thinking I'm playing while I'm panicking and the lights are going out and out and dimmer and dimmer and I was like, oh God, this is where I die. I don't want to go out like this. That's and the, a horror. That's going to haunt Yeah, crushed life. by a fucking sociopath's ass. <laughs> like, so I, I finally just completely black out. Like the, the curtains shut. I've been put to sleep now in jujitsu now. And the common thing that happens is the curtain, like, the light dims at the edges, and then you comes down, and you're asleep. Mm-hmm. And I woke up 10 minutes later, no one is in the room, and I was like, oh my god, I legitimately almost died right now, like... 10 minutes is a long time to be Kind of shitty that they just left you there. They, they all just left me there! That's super shitty. <laughs> super <laughs> shitty. Your friend, <laughs> your girlfriend just left. Like, yeah. Oh, he's, just taking a, he's just taking a fun nap. Yeah, no, I don't know if anyone checked my heartbeat or anything, but yeah, that's what, ever since that day, I knew this is a bad guy, like, this is not somebody, 
This is somebody who will get you killed and smile about it. Like, oh, wasn't it funny when he splattered, when he jumped off the waterfall, when he jumped, not because I pushed him? <laughs> Dude, this is a man that I actually like volunteered to help him move a mattress back in like right after high school or during high school. And um, I was walking backwards down the stairs and he just decided to push the mattress straight into my face. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. tumbled backwards down the stairs. Down the stairs. Which he, I guess he did find out if it was funny. And then he, did he, he, he laughed about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking the worst laugh I've ever heard. And I hate making fun of people's laughs because it's like, oh, you should let people enjoy things. I don't like when he, he enjoys but things. The things that he laughs about are not funny. They're the not things funny. that he laughs about hurt people. So that's why I'm wondering, how the fuck does this guy have a girlfriend? Maybe moment of silence. Maybe, maybe she likes it. She likes sociopathic tendencies. She is from Colombia. She is so from Colombia. I think maybe her tolerance. She's he got a Colombian girlfriend. Yeah. Is she pretty? No. I don't know. No. No. Is she no. like? She's about two hundred and seventy-five pounds. Good God. Five four. Oh yeah. Kind of chunky face. Okay. Does she have like nice eyes or a good personality? Uh, she doesn't speak very good English. Oh okay. Well yeah. Low. It kind of checks out. Yeah, kind of checks out. Well, Joey, like, when I was working with him and he dragged me up there, that's, like, before he met this girl, he was always like, I just want a foreign girl. And I'm like... <laughs> he probably bought her. Fucking go you know get, that, go right? Go get it. He, pro he definitely bought her. He based, ordered her on the dark based web. Based on all of the things, unless you consider Tinder the dark web, which I do... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, he now, like, has an, an emerald... Ability to get emeralds and flip them in America. Yeah, he's been asking us to buy emeralds for quite some time yeah. now. Yeah, an absurdly like what? large amount of emeralds, which I'm a, I'm an emerald guy. I'd love to buy some emeralds, but I'm not going to spend $12,000 on emeralds. What in the fuck, dude? See, this, I swear to God, dude, this guy's going to run for governor or president. Oh, no, yeah, he's going to be a political candidate. 100%. Sure. And <laughs> yeah, he's ex he would be a perfect politician. I hope... That I'd never see that day. <laughs> I would, I would, I, I've considered a couple of people uh, that have ran, and I'd be like, you know what, dual citizenship wouldn't be that hard for me to get. It's not really. It my my, my brother did it. Yeah, I have the ability to get it with Ireland. That's pretty cool. I, yeah, some of the things I just hear on the news, and I'm like, you know what, I would way rather hear this in an Ireland accent because that, <laughs> that country's a nightmare too. There's two of them. Like, <laughs> Russia has decided to bring tanks into the Ukraine today. It will definitely be a bloody battle. But you know what? Paddy's Pub is having two for five Dude, beer I, sale th with the shepherd's pie. There's worse things. You know we're staying out of the fight. Like, <laughs> you're not going to see a single clover over there dying. <laughs> not even one. Like, who are we fighting for? The Ukrainians is like far enough from us <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're defend england so we even do that with the all right boys all right boys let's get back to the heart of the podcast the heart of the podcast is if you were to order a wife what's the best country to order from i love this that's a good <laughs> question uh ordering a wife so you would have to th take in cultural considerations mm -hmm. probably uh, something like in the asian community I mean, that would be the most accessible. Uh, dude, there is some... That's racist. You guys are racist. Fuck I, you guys. I just no, I'm, I'm thinking of terms of, like, 
like affordability. Oh, yeah. No, subservience. Oh, like, that's real racist. You okay, cool. So we we missed racial slurs and we went to cultural stereotyping. What I will <laughs> say, what I will say is that uh, I need to get YouTube Premium because some of the ads I'm seeing are ridiculous. I legitimately saw this is not a bit, although it is hilarious. I saw an advertisement advocating for young Asian women, and it starts by. He's like, have you considered, and this is obviously in an Asian accent, but I'm not going to, <laughs> uh, dating a young Asian woman, and I'm watching, like, fight videos, and I, I'm i like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So it's like, there are many benefits to dating an Asian woman. I was just like, Benny benefits. And I always get to the point where I skip it, but I want to see the end. This was like, Did you not click it. on it? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, why didn't you click on this link? Because I know it? that there are benefits to dating a young Asian woman, but this has green cardy tones to it, and I'm not not looking for that. At least see the prices. I did, it's like I, an auction. I feel it, like dude, the, it's a perfect trade. Her father gets money. She gets a green card. You get a wife. What is wrong with this situation? There's <laughs> nothing the wrong with that. I get a wife. And that is the part I don't want. Ah, uh, he's afraid of commitment. I'm not afraid uh, of commitment, but I do have some standards in terms of, and not that Asian women are beautiful, but you got to be at least 5'5". Five, five I think... To be considered. I and, yeah. I see enough in Tinder bios must be six foot yeah. or higher. And I'm not going to do that. Do you just cry on the inside? I'm like 5'11 and a half. I just put 6'1 because that's fine. I'm always wearing shoes and have a great posture. Does your (laughs) Tinder bio say it must be 5'5 or smaller? No. I'm not smaller. Taller. Or taller. (laughs) 5'5 is the minimum. I have 5'5. I want to see some college tape. I want to. See, I want an athlete. Okay. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. A, I don't want to pay for college. Yeah. I yeah. Scholarships. Fast. Yeah. I want them primarily to be able to tan better than I. I am generally attracted to, uh, um, you know, shorter girls who you know are cute and stuff like that. But when I think about my family and the sons I want to have, I want to. I want their mother to be six foot two and built like a refrigerator, like. <laughs> <laughs> you want Jerome Bettis with the wig? Yeah, I, I want my children to you want just the be. I, yeah, I want my children to be strong. I, I, want, I want wide shoulders, big shoulders, big lunch boxes for hands. Like, yeah. I want to reach advantage. I want their forearms to be bigger than their thighs. Oh, dude! I want like, to be in their eighth grade graduation photo doing this. And I wish yeah. there was, but my hand is above me. I want a unit. My kids are gonna look like Duncan preschool. Four Bjornsson. Regulation. Yeah, regulation. Yeah, yeah powerlifting at six. <laughs> I want to see. I, I'm gonna obviously meet the family. I'm gonna look at all the men and be like, all right, this wasn't a, this wasn't just a like a mutation. Yeah. This is standard operating procedure from there. Because my grandma is legit five foot. If that. that you met better. my grandparents. Oof. I've met your grandparents. They're about. Eight inches shorter than me. No idea where it came from. And, I and my know. other grandparents, mm-hmm. both of them are deceased now. Yeah. Same height. Well, there wasn't as much food back then, so you couldn't grow. Depression children. Yeah, depression. No, Potato family. They were born in the 50s, you fucking tar. Yeah, but their parents. <laughs> <laughs> so I would think ordering a wife. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... Um, Kazakhstan. Oh, you would. You of would course, you would. Uh, oh, dude, I'm trying to go to Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Mongolia, Dagestan, anyone from the steppes, like yeah, from the steppes. Yeah, that's that's a solid because you get a good gene pool, horse archers, wrestling, like <laughs> horse archers. 
<laughs> you want to be a reverse Genghis Khan. I want to be the Genghis Khan of the Western Hemisphere. Like, <laughs> just have a bunch of uh, yeah. Like you're you're gonna set yourself up to just leave a bunch of bastard children that will come find you at a later time. It's like father, I crawled out of the jungles. Oh, Brazil. dude. And I'm here to kill you. And just like, I knew this day would come. <laughs> that Yeah, I would literally... So I have two options, two plans. Plan one is I buy a I've big... Got, I've got one for you. Hold on. Let, let me get here. Because So plan one, I buy a compound and uh, I don't have any wives, just girlfriends, but they're all pregnant. <laughs> you, de- you have concubines? <laughs> <laughs> this is my nightmare because you are a cult leader without followers. <laughs> And it's partially why I'm scared to put your Instagram in the bio. Put it in the bio. Plan number two is I travel the world fathering bastard children and give them an address to go to. And when they come of age, they have to come and defeat me in combat. And the one who wins gets all of all of the inheritance. Gets, gets everything. Fortune. Gets my fortune. Gets my land. Gets my horses. Like Gets my horses. Gets my bows. My archery equipment. Like... Or, or hear me out. Hear me out here. Yeah. If we can find something out where it's like, you know how people fly above like the rainforest and shit and yeah. shoot seed down? Yeah. Off dust. There you go. Dude, you just, just fly above like Dagestan and the stands and just jerking off. After taking that Just raining. Oh my God. Dude, lock and load. Dude, the PKA podcast, uh, they their supplement lock and load that makes you shoot just massive nuts. Yeah. I'm so, so last, last uh, experience I had before I got the phone call today that Jake wanted to do this was, hey, do you want to get a Slurpee? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm like, I'm a Slurpee. So I get into his car. And he's, you know, FaceTiming or whatever the fucking Android equivalent is. And there's a woman there and she's like, I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi. And I'm like, oh, who are you? And she's, insert name here. Uh, And I'm like, Jake, how do you know this person? And she's like, oh, she's from Japan. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, where is she living now? He's like, no, she's in Japan. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, word. Okay. How did you guys meet? Tinder. We're obviously driving at this point. We're going to get Slurpees. We're in the middle of the gas station. Oh, I've done right? this many times with them. And there's a child <laughs> in front of us. We talk about how it's so sad that you can't wave to children without being, uh, you know, insinuated that you want to fuck them. <laughs> and Jake is like Jake volume talking about this new supplement called Lock and Load that oh, we found of course, on the yeah. internet. And I was like, oh, what does it do? And he's just like, it makes you shoot massive loads. And I'm like, ah, why do you want to do that? And he says, for comical effect. <laughs> Just because it's hilarious. And then he proceeds to go get two gas station uh, chicken sandwiches, to which he says, $8 for a chicken sandwich, <laughs> and then he gets taquitos. Yeah, taquitos was a much better play. Classic Jake. Just an average, you know, average night for Jake. You don't know how many times I've been with him when he's FaceTiming or whatever the Android equipment is. And it's just some random girl from across the country. Fucking Canada, the eastern seaboard, the steps. And he's just like bullshitting with her walking through like a store or a fucking restaurant. I have pen pals. And then classic Jake voice. The loudest he could be ever. <laughs> I was walking in the mall with him one time, and uh, you know he he just he acts. He's very proper, but he's loud as shit. Loud. So we're walking, and then he just veers off. I don't notice at first, and so I'm walking, and I turn, and Jake's not there. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over in the corner, and he's just vaping to the side, <laughs> and like, it into a plant. 
Like, they what, need the carbon dioxide. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's just like, well, I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> and then he goes back to talking at Jake volume as we walk through the mall. Well, you see, the thing about a katana is yeah. you actually wear the blade facing up, not down. I believe we did go into a sword store. We did, yeah. 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 I was looking for a full tank katana, which they didn't have what I wanted. Of course they didn't. It's a mall. <laughs> it, well, you never know. Maybe I should go to Frankenson's and... Check out there. But you, so you guys wouldn't order wives? <laughs> <laughs> Just to circle back to the uh, mail order bride topic, uh, no. Probably but, not. but look, I'm not saying I would order a bride either, but what I am saying is that if you were to order a bride, like yeah. Joey did, like like the, the man with the Colombian girlfriend, yes. where do you order her from? Josh yeah. strikes me as a... Probably somewhere in South America. I was literally going to say South America South for Josh, America yeah. Sure. Chilean. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Nigeria, not even close. Nigeria? Nigeria, not even close. Dude, Dakota, yes. They're going to get past the 5-5. Five five. They're going to be naturally explosive from all the uh, malaria mutations that happen there. Fast twitch muscles. Fast twitch muscles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joked. And they're going to push him to be a doctor, so they're probably going to be smart as fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Nigerians are great. How do you miss on that? And again, solves the fact that I can't Yeah, but I inherit the diamond trade. Yeah, from you, whom? You kill Joey. You guys, <laughs> guys form cartels. <laughs> $12,000 of emeralds and $12,000. You're going to order take down the Jax cartel? <laughs> Honestly, I would be in with that. I'd find an AK-47 and be your muscle. You know, I have a friend who, uh, his dad is a, he owns a chemical manufacturing company here in the States. But in Colombia, he owns a company that the manufactures textiles. It's a good spot. And uh, it's a good spot. It's a good so. front. It's a great front because he also owns somewhere around 500 guns that he keeps at his uh, at his business. And I'm like, why does your dad need 500 guns? And he's like, I have no idea. I don't talk to him about it. Just if you want to go to Colombia, we can have a blast. We can have a great time. I was like, okay. Dad need 500 guns. Is like, well, you never want to answer that question until you need 500 guns. Exactly. That's just the fact of life. Look, I like this guy's style. You, many sons, many guns. Many sons, many guns. If it rhymes, it must be fun. I have a, a friend who is uh, working with me now. He's from Texas, and he's like, you know, Jake, I feel like you're just supposed. You were born in California. You're supposed to be from Texas, though. And I was like. Look, here, boy, I grew up in Norco. We don't call it Southern California. Call that California Southern. See that truck? That's a good truck. (laughs) Truly. Truly, uh, yeah, I think I said it last time on the podcast that you um, had the current vehicle that you tooly around in uh, is you bought because you're like the value of it because it looks exactly like the Pizza Planet. No, 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 no. (laughs) Didn't buy. Won. What? I won it. I won my truck. Sorry. He won it. I, I won my truck. And how does that truck look right now? Oh, it is Tiffany blue. <laughs> yeah. And again, one of the worst parts of actually being employed was having to say, no, I can't spray paint your car <laughs> at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah. I was having a bad day, so I decided to spray paint my car. Always a good that day. Was I was the, with you. Yeah. That was the day we found out that my niece had cancer. Damn. And um, yeah, we. I was like, I'm really sad. <laughs> Let's just sand my whole truck down. And paint it turquoise, because I've always wanted a turquoise car. <laughs> we went to AutoZone, I was like, hey man, you should spray paint your rims gold. And yeah. Like, Let's do it. Yeah. So we grabbed all the spray paint and spray painting your rims gold. Okay. By the way, they're excellent call. Josh, you really did a good buddy service that day and inspired me to 
to do something to take my mind off of the awful things going on at my house. Um, oh yeah, cheers to that man. That was that was a really awesome thing of you to do. But um, no, yeah. So I won the truck in a Call of Duty tournament, and I didn't <laughs> want it because it looks like the Pizza Planet truck. That's what that is the that is I would not make that up. You, no, the guy who I want it from mm-hmm. bought it so it could maybe be the Pizza Planet truck. See, now there's the story, folks. And uh, I wanted it because I was tired of driving a fucked up Jetta that I later sold to Josh. And I and I told you, Josh, I told you, I said, you shouldn't buy this car, but if you need a car, you can have it. <laughs> like, so Josh and bought then my... And he proceeded to sell it to me. Yes, I proceeded to sell I said, you shouldn't buy this. But if you need a car, you can buy this one. Well, you made $1,000 on that car. No, because I gave you back money. I gave, gave you 500 back. I bought it for 1500 And that's a bramble, folks. And that's a bramble. That's Because <laughs> two days later, it broke down on me on the 91. I said take it to a mechanic. I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm going to drink Gatorade and vodka. and Go fishing. And go fishing in it. <laughs> And just speed down the freeway until the transmission explodes. <laughs> I, when I picked you up, you were like, hey, the transmission exploded. I was like, fuck, where are you? Well, and he's like, well, I'm out. somewhere. I don't know. And when I get there to pick you up, you're like, do you want some Gatorade and vodka? <laughs> I was like, two orange Gatorades and a bottle of Sky. And I was like, oh, Jesus. There was no bottle of Sky. I would never do that. Was there no bottle with you at that time? No, I always mix it. <laughs> I don't bring the bottle. That's evidence. Exactly. Either way, like you were clearly not sober at noon. No, of course not. <laughs> and it wasn't noon. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. It was close enough. Because we to were noon. coming back from uh, fishing on the beach when we did the drone fishing with Bobby. Oh my God! Have you guys talked about drone fishing on no, this yet? We have not. No, we have not. Please tell me the story of drone fishing. <laughs> yet another bramble. Uh, that's another story for another time. We're gonna have to talk about that with Bobby. Yeah. that is one of the most hilarious. That is my that's, that's one of my Bobby favorite story, stories. Right? That's one of the most expensive brambles that's happened to date. <laughs> that wasn't that one. This is the first bramble, the first one that we did, the test run. You guys did it twice. Yeah, the the second one was when we lost it off the dock. Oh my god. Sad slow. Break. Oh my god, I'm so pissed at you for not inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> we did it twice, dude. Two times. It's, but we were all shit-faced on the beach. Just fucking flying this drone around and dropping it 500 yards out. Just dude. watch the fucking pyramid weight come down. So I actually have been wanting to go fishing, go shark fishing. Uh, what I want to do is chop a tuna in half or a mackerel. And then like on a surfboard paddle it out like, oh, I don't know, 500 yards, 1,000 like yards. Seems a good way to attract a shark. Yeah. And then just wait and wrestle on the beach until we get a bite. <laughs> That's going to take some time, dude. It, it, yeah, I watched this guy on YouTube who is a shark fisherman, and he'll take, like, a, a filleted bluefin yeah, yeah. with all the good meat I've cut se- off. I've seen it, like, like that yeah. big chunk, and then the hook's, like, fucking this big. One of those double-lot hooks, yeah, yeah. titanium hooks with yeah, a yeah. cable tied to it. Yeah, but you have to have a huge reel for it, dude. Yeah, I've got big reels. Not big enough. Well, I think I can I catch have some a pretty big shark. reels, but, like... Probably not big enough to go out 300 yards. Well, the thing is, Josh, is that I think the oil spill was long enough that we could go fishing again and catch some fun shit. No, I mean, like, what I'm saying, if you want to go shark fishing, yeah, 
like you're gonna have to go out like 300 yards past the break past all that shit oh far yeah. drop it out and then come all the way back but like our reels aren't big enough for that mine's like 500 yards max oh really yeah so if a shark takes it and takes it 200 yards it's taking my rod with it hmm. and it's way very 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 possible once you start reeling it in that thing's gonna fucking try and get the hell out of there oh yeah i've seen it where like the fishing pole will be sticking out of the ground then it just tilts all Dude, the way around the fishing pole because of that when we were on the canoe. Yeah, that's right. Josh lost it. Josh, you lost two fishing poles. No, I broke one and lost one. <laughs> oh, my God. So Josh is sitting there and, like, the, the fishing pole's behind him. And he, we're, you no, were no, shit-faced. It, it was in front of me. It was sitting across my lap like this. this is when we yeah. Were, it was in the middle of the harbor when we were trying to fight all the water and keep going back into the middle. Yeah. Because the barracuda were coming by. <laughs> And the barracuda bites it. And I just see Josh's like just dopey face looking at me. We're looking <laughs> each other in the eyes as we're rowing. Just like in a very like broke back on the waterway. Oh dude, this is this is this was fucking like two o'clock in the afternoon where we were both dead ass tired. Yeah, and we were we've been out since five AM. It's been like six or seven white claws later. Yeah. I was drinking Arizona iced tea though. But uh yeah, Josh is just looking me dead in the face, just like I fucking hate rowing. And I'm drunk, fuck. And yeah. then I just see the fishing pole just slide out of his lap and go straight down. And like we both just look down and look <laughs> at it. <laughs> God. And I do believe that uh, it was you who said, well, that's a bramble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which comes back to, yeah, we've brambled quite a bit. Dude, that <laughs> whole first trip was a bramble. <laughs> Fucking threw your keys in the jetty. Yeah, Josh threw my car keys in the ocean. Oh, yeah, we have, we've gone over it in the anticipation of this episode. We briefly covered the throwing. I was so pissed at you. So very angry. And Josh was like, I was holding a boat. <laughs> I was holding a boat, dude. So you can't huge. throw five yards? Holding a boat is tough. I can't say. You it's not that tough. I held the, the boat. Water. I held the boat for like five minutes while you went to the car to dude, get whatever. Dude, the fucking whatever. tide was rising, you idiot. And you oh didn't my even God. try and throw keys. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even try. Bro, I could have thrown a whole Let's go duck. back. Let's go back right now. I could have thrown you three sets of keys. I could have thrown you a five pound barbell and been fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know why? Because I know how to throw shit. <laughs> We agreed it was both our faults. It was both our faults. you could have walked two feet forward and grabbed him out of my hand. Yeah, but it, it's, it was one of those things where, like, at first it was funny, and then when I realized I wasn't getting my keys back... They were, was, they were possible to get back until... No, they were like, like, two feet or two seconds later, all the ocean came in. Yeah. And I just buried them in the sand. The first wave came by, and it was just like, ah, right, well, they're gone forever now. Well, I was holding it, and it was fucking about to hit me in the face, and you're like, hand me my keys! <laughs> Did you I'm break like, didn't you break a finger that day? I broke this pinky. <laughs> bramble. Absolute bramble. It was fucking bramble. it was bruised for about two months afterwards. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh when I'm vaping. <laughs> well, there's only oh, one geez. way to settle this gentleman and we must return to the jetty. And we throw keys. Yeah, throw, we throw each other's keys. Yes. Everyone's gonna throw But also keys. bring a spare key. Yeah, well, obviously. We can't go with one. I'll bring a spare key. You don't get to. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Great podcast. Jake, an absolute pleasure. So happy to have you on. Josh. I was glad to come over. As always, the co-hostess with the mostest.
Yeah. And don't forget uh, jake.limon.gbc on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Coach Jake95 on uh, Twitch. Uh, also, you could find me, Jake Limon, on on uh, YouTube as well, but not that other fucking bastard Jake Limon who also plays the guitar and looks like me. Fuck that guy. Don't don't subscribe to him. His his YouTube picture is a lime holding a guitar in a blue background. Dislike that page with as many Smurf accounts as you can make. <laughs> But follow my page where you can see all my old SoundCloud raps and my current jujitsu videos. And that will be in the description. Uh, beautiful. Episode 4, Bramfoot Podcast. Bramfoot. Keep this shit going. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. So, bye.